Everybody has a passion. But what if you could get paid to talk about your passion? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. All right, let me explain. First and foremost, it's free. There's tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. You can make money from your podcast even with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one singular location. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What's up, Panther Nation? I am your host, the one, the only Panther Guru, joined by none other than Mr. Know-It-All, always down to get it all and, 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 and preach it all, man, because I'd be, if, if, if you, I'm saying, if y'all been listening, I've been predicting a lot of things that, that have came to fruition. And I have no insider at the at the Panthers organization. Ain't that crazy? Absolutely. And and let's talk about some of those predictions. One that you notably made, which definitely caught my eye, and I was calling you right away, was the entire Cam Newton situation. Yes, sir. And you had said it on the report um, a couple episodes back that Cam Newton would be a New England Patriot. And and some of the fans thought you were crazy for saying that. I know, man. I it's like you know, it's like I got to roll the. It's like you know, in my, it's like rolling the dice. You know, everybody's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" I mean, trust me, I, I'm a hit, and uh, that's that's what happened. Um, I think it was, you know, I think it's it, it's been pretty crazy, man. A, a quarterback, <laughs> quarterback league now. Man, we're gonna see a lot of deals like come out. Uh, especially, well, first I'll just talk about the Cam deal. I think I, I'm, I know all Panthers fans are. I know this is a Panther fan only uh, uh, podcast. But if you're a real Panther fan, man, you didn't like how Cam was treated. I mean, you didn't like how Steve Smith was was treated. Uh, I think, um, you know, I'm happy for him. Um. I hope we we face off in the Super Bowl, and you know I think I think that uh, he deserved that opportunity or an opportunity on any NFL team, um, and yeah, man, that's 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 where I leave it at right there, for Cam, at least. Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and get into Panthers football, and let's talk about the Panthers' outlook for 2020. Let's go ahead and take a top-down approach and look at everything in totality before we just talk about wins and losses because, you know, football is more than just wins and losses and everything that goes into it. So let's go ahead and start coaching staff. You know, of course, the Carolina Panthers have a new head coach in Matt Rule. His only experience came in 2012 as the Giants' assistant offensive line coach. But, you know, Mr. Rule has done very well in the college ranks by turning around both Temple and Baylor's programs and making them go from low points to high points. So what do you think about Coach Matt Rule and what will he bring to the Panthers organization in totality, especially when we've enjoyed the success of Ron Rivera? I think he's going to bring in discipline. Um, 
he's not. I feel like he's there. I think I feel like he's there to bring uh, a win, buy in and win, or sell out and and go. Uh, how it, because um, you know, you know, you gotta you. You gotta. I mean, if you look at if you look at as we were just speaking about the New England Patriots, the way their organization is set up and how they won so many Super Bowls. I mean, even if you look at the Cowboys organization from the '90s and how they won their Super Bowls, you can look at like you know, like like that, like these these guys are kind of like cutthroat. But if you are a team and you are winning, you know, they, they it can be one of the most funny funnest uh, organizations. And I think that. Um, you know, just judging about the last staff that we had in there, uh, it could have been done better as far as taking care of uh, some of our players as far as health-wise goes and not, uh, you know, looking over it. I feel like we could have kept players longer. Um, but I think that this, that, you know, Rule is going to be someone that, that brings a culture to Carolina. Not saying I didn't like Ron Rivera's culture. I think that Ron Rivera was a great coach. But I, I do think that, uh, you know, it, it was getting kind of messy, especially I think you remember the year where, you know, I think we had to, we had to switch of defensive coordinators, like on and off and different ones in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I think that that's not going to happen with this staff. I think this staff, they, since they've worked together and they know each other, I feel like, and they, they've done this time after time, I think that uh, – their method, you know, it, it can either work very well or it can work very bad, and yeah. So uh, that's that's what I have for your question. Uh, what what are you thinking when it comes down to the rule regime? Sure. And talk about more than Matt Rule because you went ahead and covered Matt Rule, so I'll go ahead and talk about some of the other guys that he brought in. Um, you know, Joe Brady's taking over as the offensive coordinator, and his his big claim to fame is the work that he did at the LSU program and what he did with Joe Burrow and opened up the passing game over there. So, you know, he has Christian McCaffrey, one of the NFL's most lethal weapons, and he also has a very underrated receiving corps, in my opinion, that really has a lot of boom potential. And with an accurate quarterback like Teddy Bridgewater, I'm not saying accurate to try and disrespect Cam Newton, so please understand me, because I know for a fact that Cam Newton can easily be an accurate quarterback. But with a very, very accurate quarterback in, in Teddy Bridgewater, um, it really gives these guys a lot of opportunities to to make some of these layups and, and really, like you said, run after the catch in, a, in our last podcast and run after the catch becomes something that's really a very important thing at that point. On the defensive side, you've got Phil Snow, who has been at the hip with Matt Rule all of this time and is a very, very good you know, guru when it comes to, and of course the guru is acknowledging another guru when it comes to the defensive side of the football and all the knowledge that he has. So then the coaching staff is really good over there in Carolina. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, for sure. I think, um, yeah, man. I think uh, also, man, uh, I wonder what's going on. What, 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 have you heard about any, um, man, you remember, like, last year around this time, me and the guru, we took a trip down to Charlotte, and it was a fan fest. Um wonder uh if we're gonna have a virtual fan fest or something in equivalency uh just to just to give something that to F- panthers fans that's familiar i mean 
I know it's been hard to uh, get people all together, but I think we, we, we need to definitely have a, a, a way that we can bring people together virtually and have a fest together. And uh, I thought that that was very, uh, very, way it kind of like set the tone for the season, you know? Because we were like, man, because when we were out there, we were kind of like just like, you know, like where's Cam? Oh, snap, Cam's back. His arm looks healthy. He looks healthy. Wow, okay, man, this is the season, you know? And then, you know, and then, you know, we, we had a pretty nice start for the preseason, and then, boom, the injury happens, and, you know, and now we're here. So I think we, we need to definitely get some familiarity back as far as uh, – uh, you know, for the fans, and that's why we definitely uh, started doing this podcast to, you know, give give you guys the media while you guys are like at home and and are looking for more content. Uh, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Brought that up because we also have a lot of new free agents on the team, and some of the most significant changes that came in free agency was definitely at the quarterback position. We moved on from Cam Newton and signed Teddy Bridgewater. We also added Roby Anderson. Uh, we lost our big tight end in Greg Olson, but we also signed um, wide receivers, Farrell Cooper, Seth Roberts, had some wide receiver depth. We didn't bring back Chris Hogan, but we have Seth DeValue. Now we'll go ahead and uh, vie for playing time at tight end. Of course, the defensive side of the ball looks completely different. We lost James Bradbury, Gerald McCoy, Eric Reed, Javian Elliott, Mario Anderson, Bruce Irvin, Ross Cockrell, Don Terry Poe, Colin Jones, Vernon Butler. So this is a radically new defense right right i i think i think I, I totally forgot about defense wow yeah man it's, it just feels like it's been like another year because it's quarantine but yeah man i wow i think honestly i wanted i've been wanting to say this i didn't think greg olson was a threat anymore um i, I don't think that he was he's, he's ever going to be the same player that he was years back due to his injuries um so I don't really think that that was a huge loss for me. maybe as leadership wise, but play no. Uh, Gerald McCoy, I feel like he's on the he's on his last leg of his career, and he's like he's just doing his tour around the NFL, you know, just to play for any other any team. Um, as far as like Bruce Irvin and stuff like that, I I think uh. Yeah, that that's those are huge players, um, especially Bradbury. But I do think that we do have talent that can uh, mature, and we now we we have more money um, to lock in this talent, and you know, so now you know we can lock it. We can lock a lot of talent in, and and and, and you know, because uh, what's what's a uh, Teddy Bridgewater's um uh, uh year year contract. How many years you got with Teddy? I believe that it's a four year deal, but I stand to be corrected. Four year deal. So you know, like these defensive players, let's just say all these deep because we we drafted all defense. So absolutely, and that's how long all seven draft picks to the defensive side. Right. So how long do you think it takes for uh, these players to mature? To, to like get to know like this league. I think, you know, me personally, I think it takes like two to three years. I would agree. So two to three years, I think, you know, we can be looking, we can, we, before we even get the big, our big, our next quarterback, uh, you know, we, we, we're going to have a solid defense. And I think that, uh, 
we're gonna bring in a, a nice, nice quarterback. It, even in let's just say we 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 might have another. We might Teddy might just be the quarterback. So if we can lock lock in some defensive players with this all this cat space that we're gonna have, um, we can actually be setting ourselves up for for you know the run. I think if we kept all those players who wanted more money but who were way older. It, was, it would hold us back in the future, and we would be, you know. So I think we 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 are stepping ahead of the line um, to secure the future and our probability in becoming Super Bowl contenders repeatedly throughout the next few seasons. Absolutely, and because you already covered the draft, I'll just cover. Uh some specific players to watch. And I would say that those uh, are our pair of second round picks that really have a lot of upside. And that's Yatur Gross Matos and of course, Jeremy Chin, you know, uh, Gross Matos looks like um, he could be a really uh, nightmare pass rusher. He's just needs to add a lot more nastiness to his play, but his, his moves are really clean. And he's got a lot of finesse. Chin is very intriguing because he has the size and the speed and the strength. So, I mean, he's like a project player, but, as long as, like you say, he can get the mental part of the game down, I think Chin could be a all-pro, in my opinion. What do you think? Yes, I think he could be an all-pro. Uh, his size is, is uh, very, um, very uh, like, set in uh, for, for his position. And he he's already, uh, you know, he's going to be tested early, which is going to be beautiful. I mean, you look at how you remember when we got Deshaun Jackson and we had him, uh, you know, and he had that game. I think it was against Julio Jones. I think Julio put up like three hundred yards on him and Bradbury. You mean um, not Deshaun Jackson, uh, Dante Jackson? Dante Jackson. Why did I say that? But yeah, Dante Jackson. Like you, you remember that game though, right? Yeah. Like those, he was getting burnt up. Like. We need that for our secondary. They need these games to learn and, and come back stronger. I mean, now Dante Jackson is one of the is one of the emerging athletes on the defense, and he I think he he was up there in the NFL as far as uh, interceptions per season. So, you know, I think he's gonna you know he's gonna have his 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 learning curve, but he's gonna definitely be one of the shutdown corners of the future, and we 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 are. And this goes and, and why can't and, and then this goes back to oh man why can't you guys just you know just say that this guy's gonna be a shutdown corner because if you look at the league the league is very you know is a college league now you know like these college players are 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 are, are getting are bigger faster stronger and are accustomed to pro style offenses due to the pro style offense coming into the collegiate game. Um, yeah, man. So that's how I feel, for sure. Absolutely. And we thank you guys for joining us on this episode. And this is our new offseason outlook series that we're going to be starting. So we're going to take a look at the offensive line in depth on the next episode. And then we'll follow that up, of course, with um, the offensive schedules. And we'll talk about the defensive line. And we'll talk about the quarterbacks, wide receivers, position by position for the rest of this offseason outlook series and of course we just gave you a look at free agency what we did in the draft and as well as the panthers new front office 
Thank you guys for joining us here on The Prow Report. Make sure that you engage with us on all social media platforms. Just go ahead and search The Prow Report and make sure that you check out the podcast on whatever your preferred podcast platform is because we're available on all of them. And leave us a review if you really like the episodes because we love to hear back from you and hear your feedback on how we can improve the episodes. Yes, yes. Folks. All right.